Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? Richard Hoskins. What's happening in Hell City, Alabama? I'm telling you. Sounds like a nice town. Down in Bama. Pale City, Alabama. Great place. Great town. have a good time there. Sounds like a good place to have a good time. Seems like a good place to me. I'll tell you what was a good place. What's a good place? Back in the 60s. Yeah, I went there. Um, but you think about all the cool cars. Yeah, there were that. And you know what I want to talk about today? What's that? Where did they start and where they are today? Some of them, that's a rough uh, future. Yeah, it's going to be a sad show. It's a sad, sad <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, break out the Kleenex on this one. I'm telling you, but I mean, there's a lot of cool cars that have been brought back that are still cool today. Yeah, yeah there there's are, a few. There there's and a few. then there's some that are Then there's some that are just like, hey, we'll put this name on this. Yeah. That's pretty much what they did, too. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but there's definitely, definitely a lot of good ones. I, so, I, mean, I think it's a 50-50. I'll give you that. Give and you that. also, times have changed. That's true. And there's a lot more different cars now as well. Uh, you didn't have crossovers in the 60s. No, there wasn't a need for them. No, no, no. We had station wagons like men. (laughs) (laughs) Very rarely are you going to hear those two words in the same (laughs) sentence. Uh, Men and station wagons. Trying to wrap my mind around that. (laughs) I'm having a hard time myself. I thought thought it was pretty good. Like I said, I'm having a hard time (laughs) wrapping my mind around that. Oh, man. But I mean, but there's so many. The one that hurts my heart that's near and dear (laughs) to me is the Malibu. It ought to. And we're going to talk about this here in the next segment a little more in detail, but it it just got bad. Yeah, they brought it back. It was rough. They kept making it rougher, and they kind of got it looking cool, but still rough. Yeah, still, it's just sad. Yeah, it's like it don't even get any good engine options. No, 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 no. It's just horrible. It just seems like it's just a decent looking midsize sedan. Like there's no, there's no heart. It's generic. It's blah. Yeah, it's generic. You might as well call it a Camry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Camry is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Camry is actually probably cooler. The Toyota's got that trademarked. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, the Camry. I don't know. I've never, I like, I, I dated a girl back in the day, and she had, what was the Scion, the fancy one, the, the cool one that uh, made the Subaru? Which two. one is that? Uh, BRZ. The, yeah, but, but the, the Scion version F-R-S of it was S. Or whatever. She traded that in for a Camry. Mm, doing big things. I won't tell you something. She came and seen me, and I'm like, so, nice Camry. If it was a V6 Camry, it would blow that little Subaru off the road. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. and, but it's a Camry. It's a, and a funeral home gray Camry on top of that. Yeah. I'm like, did you get grandkids since I've seen I, you I last? Bl- I believe they call that Nardo gray, Rob. No, 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 no. Nardo. This ain't Nardo. This is funeral home. <laughs> Nardo this, is like wet cement. Yeah. This right here is like grandma died. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, there is a difference. Yeah, that's that. That's not Nardo. Yeah, Nardo is about retardo. No, no. Yeah, funeral home gray is nada to life. Yeah, it's like a wet primer. Yeah, no, that that's Nardo. 
funeral home is not up. <laughs> but yeah, she come rolling up. But I mean, like, you know, you know, chick pull up a cute little sports car like that. You're like, yeah. yeah. Chick comes pulling up in a camera and be like, so, you got kids? <laughs> you don't have to. Never and she mind. doesn't have kids, oh. which makes it even worse. So, uh, I've had a vehicle that they've butchered. I think, well, they butchered it, and then I think they made it better. I mean, so you've had a vehicle that's been butchered. That's a shocker. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here all night. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how about the Impala? You know what? You got a good point. You got to think about it. They came out swinging in 1958. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous car. 59, gorgeous. 60, 61, 62, 63, 64. Got a little funny, but still cool. 65, got fat, still cool. 6, 7, 8, 9, 70s. Everything was big and funky. Everybody was on drugs. All the way <laughs> into the good. 80s. Then it turned into a box Chevy. Then it went away. And then it came back. As gloriously renditioned in the Impala SS. Yeah, that's got to be one of the best comebacks ever. I'll be honest with you, that one is a decent one. As bad as I hate to admit it for his sake, <laughs> I, I I mean, I like an Impala SS. That was a good SS. comeback. I like an Impala SS. Yeah, I do. And then there was the Dark Ages. And then it went to a front-wheel drive grandma car. Now now they've started to redeem their stuff. It's not a bad-looking car. Like and, I, and nowadays... I drove one in Vegas. I mean, they're not bad. And they're the, good cars. If and you the, get a Premier... In the newer model, yeah, the uh, I guess what around uh, 2004 they started, or 2014, sorry, around 2014 they started the newer Impala body style, and it was really a great looking car. We drove, I drove a 17 back in Vegas, and it was like brand new, but it was a premier. But the thing is, it's not anything performance wise that's cool about it. It's yeah. just loaded out. It's, it's a, just nice, a nice car. Nice. It was sedan. a black on black. I mean, it's just a nice sedan. Yeah. It's but, a nice car that people are going to get in and probably not. But I don't say consider nice it. A, I don't consider it being a full size car, and they do, which yeah, blows it, it my mind. It is a full size car, but here's the Today. sad part about this, and, and we'll a dive. full size car is a Fleetwood Brougham. <laughs> well, here's <laughs> the sad part about this because we'll dive into this later in the show. But you know, a '64 Impala, people are still wanting to save them. How about a 2014 Impala? Don't save it. Drive it. We, we've talked about this before. I don't think anyone's going to collect any new cars or be restoring any modern cars. It's just, it's just, not, it's not something. So, that, do you think, do you think the car collecting hobby is going to stop in the nineties? I think that people will look for those good ones. Like, I don't think there's any money in somebody buying a '91 Mustang GT that's flapped out and doing a full-on restoration when you can just buy a nice one for ten grand or less. Got a point. Those prices will start going up, though, as they become less and less of them. Because they become scarce, yeah. something else, though. Uh, but, you know. I thought every 5-liter Mustang had Flowmasters on it. They all should. I'll t- tell you one good thing with the uh, with the modern vehicles, especially your V8 Muscle, is they are leaving us a lot of power plants lying around. They are leaving a lot of good donor motors. Keep wrecking those cars, guys. That's right. <laughs> You can help keep our classics going for another 20 years. But, no, in all seriousness, like, if you look at the new Impala, I mean, what's there in engine options? I haven't looked it up, but I, I'm sure there's probably got the four-cylinder available in it, which would be their their version of the EcoBoost. Where, where it's I don't G- think it's got a four-cylinder in the Impalas. I think yeah, it's it might just not. A, I think it's just, like, what's that, 3.6 V6 in it? 3.6 available. Okay, so they probably have a, a bigger V6 as well. I'm assuming. I think that I think it's just the three six. All right, so so all right, so we're going to work off the three six platform. Who's looking to build a three six down the road? You know what I mean? Well, I mean that's the thing. I mean, yeah, it's an Impala, but they don't even make an SS anymore or anything like that. I'm not aware of. No, um, when you put 
250,000 miles on this car, it's literally done. There's no good left in it. No. And you throw it away and you get a new one. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, carry that over to, like, your your Chargers, your Challengers, your things like that. Now, are I we talking I see about... no value there in those. No, there is no. The, the few Hellcats and Demons low miles that were put up, maybe. Nah. I don't think so. Here's the thing. Everybody's always like, oh, well, there's a 70 Hemi that went for $400,000. Well, two things. One, the 70 and the 71s were the best of the Challengers then. They only went downhill, whereas not only have they made several million of them now, but they've only gotten better. So why would anyone buy pay more for like a 2008 when you can get a 2011 that in literally every way is a better car? He does it's, serve a good point. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh well, yeah, I mean, but you, you also look at the fact of you know the models of them. I believe that's where your values gonna lie. Like you just said, your oh, Hellcats, your Hemi, uh, you know. But I think it's gonna be like the lowest mileage, best examples are they gonna be the only ones I think. But still, you run into a new problem with now modern technology. Look at all the problem we have with older cars now with any electronic components in them at all. Uh, your 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 Dodge is going through an issue right now electronically. What no, about but, these cars that have well, computers, full-blown computers in them? Well, that's where the aftermarket's going to have to step in. I'll tell you something else we're going to have to step in here. We're going to step into a commercial break. All right. Sounds I'll good. I'll tell you what, guys. I'll tell you what. This week on Hot Rods and Happy Hour, let's talk about all the cool cars from the 60s and where they are today. Sounds good to me. All right, guys. Stay tuned. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rods! What's happening, dude? Richard Hoskins! What's happening, Toad Suck, Arkansas? <laughs> Is been, that even a, I'm going to Google that. You ever been there? I've never been there. I've never been there. I've always wanted to go. If you <laughs> are from... It's, 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 it's actually nice this time of year. It's Toad Suck. <laughs> it's toad Suck, Arkansas. Well, I will tell you something. Actually if we have a listener in Toad today. Suck, Arkansas, you email the Hot Rods and Happy Hour page... I want to mail you a shirt because I want to fill out that envelope. Yeah. That does sound fun. That is, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I want to write that down. I want to pencil that one down. <laughs> I want to throw that one through my stamps.com account. Just Shout see what happens. Suck. That's what I'm saying. Popu- I feel like hee haw. Population 12. Yeah, but it's not a big place. Yeah. You know, like what? What's Toad Suck, Arkansas? I don't know. What's man. in the home like, of? Where, where did that even? I, I don't know. I don't I, even want to know what that's the house. I'll Google it. It's worth the Google. I mean, I think, I think while we're doing this, I, I see no problem with actually googling this because it's got to be a great place. I'm just imagining. And it's Arkansas. We know it. We I see Arkansas a bump here. in the road with an SO station. Yeah, yeah, that's probably fairly accurate. Like an SO um, station that looks oh, they like have, it's been out of business. They have signs like they're really proud of this. Oh, it's right off 40, too. How about how great is that? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Well, anyway, so, we, so we're so we talking about the cars of the 60s and where they are today. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, and we're still talking about Arkansas. But we're talking about the cars of the 60s and where they are today. And you can't talk about the cars of the 60s, and, and especially the early 70s in this case, and about where they are today and talk about a success story like the Challenger and the Charger. Yeah, yeah, especially uh, the Challenger, I think, is probably the truest to the original design, except it's too big. The Challenger, they did a great job designing it, and the marketing team for Dodge 
Woo. These yeah. boys have got it. Hats off to you. If the you ever man, need any help, call me. I'm going to tell you something. The marketing team, they don't need no help. These no. guys have got it down. No, they really don't. You know a Dodge commercial instantly because, one, Motley Crue's playing. Two, <laughs> there's something doing a burnout. Yeah. Dodge can't sell anything without it smoking. Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> well, that's accurate for both both ends of the perspective there. but. Um, and usually from the car. Yeah. But you know what I mean. It's, but, I mean, the Dodgers, like, I mean, you got to think about it. You know, the Challenger came in extremely late in the pony car race. You got to think about it, 65 or 64, late 64, 65 for the Mustang, and you had 67 for the Camaro. And then next thing you know, in 1970, the Challenger rolls out. Yeah, and, no. I mean, they came out swinging. And I ain't talking about, like, take that Ford and GM. They're, like, slapping them in the face. Uh, yeah, that Nakuda both. Uh, I mean, and really the E body, it was just it was a beautiful car. Well, the Cuda, you know, the, you know, think about it, the Cuda came out in what sixty four. The Barracuda, actually, two weeks before the Mustang. Yeah, which just was no a one which was a flop. <laughs> yeah, no one yeah, they go. sold like one million Mustangs in nineteen sixty five. They sold like one Barracuda in nineteen sixty five. <laughs> the rest of them got turned into Hemi underglasses and uh, <laughs> and painted black and gold. But there's worse things. Yeah, there is worse things. But the thing about that. You know, that car, the Mustang changed. It, it created a new market. Yeah, absolutely. And the Mustang has, has been strong, except for 74 to 78. I like them. But, uh, well, the 74 to 78. Yeah, I love Mustang, Mustang twos, man. Of course you like the Mustang twos, the same man that drives the Daytona Z. But, <laughs> my fellow Odd Rod. <laughs> although, did you see the Fiero I sent you a picture of? Yes. Or the, the Facebook marketplace? I thought about you when I seen that. It, 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 it was a neat car, but. Uh, it's no Daytona Z. Yeah, I mean. If it was a Fiero GT, or I figured something. that would have tripped your trigger a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was nice. Uh, I think he might be a little strong on his price. I'll say that for it being not like a GT. Won't be or, using him for a Craigslist challenge. No, but but so we're back to the, back to the e-body platform Dodges. You know, so then you have the Cudas, and then of course you have the Challengers, which we have today. And Dodge has done a phenomenal job. Well, in 2010, when they came back out with the Challenger, 2008 or 2008 rather, when they came back out with the Challenger. The uh, you got to watch me. I'm, a, I'm I'm still learning my Mopar, and uh, but but the thing you got to think about, you know, when they came out with these cars, that four letter word that gets every redneck's attention. Hi, Kimmy. You say that it drives them insane. Well, they they used that marketing campaign so hardcore when they came back out with the Hemi and the trucks, and you know they had the comedian doing the commercial bit and all that. But that that threw their sales to the roof, and that was the start of something for Dodge right there. I think that marketing campaign absolutely saved that company. Oh, 110%. I mean, the, the Hemi is the new caravan for Chrysler. Yeah, it, it's marketing genius, but my goodness, it's the most exploited thing. Oh, yeah. That's what makes it good. Well, I know. That's what works. But, you know, seeing somebody with their 370 horsepower 5.7 talking about how a Hemi Challenger, buddy, it ain't no 70. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, it's you're you're in the club. They didn't make $4.5 million. No, and, and that's another thing. <laughs> now, one thing, Dodge, their marketing department is one thing, but their production department is something else. Well, I mean, it's like the demons are already rolling way too many of them off the line. Well, they've stopped now. Yeah, they're done. Done. Until they come out with the Demon Plus or right, right, or next year's Demon, you know, coming out with the Demon Two. You know, I, I, I thought after the Hellcat, I thought, all right, this is pretty much this has got to be the cap. 
Nope. nope. And uh, I was wrong, man. No, 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 no. Yeah. Now we got one that does wheel stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just ready for one to do a complete flip. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, ne- the next the next demon will come with a parachute. Yeah, because, you know, with my factory, Mopar, parachute out the back. And that's another thing, too. Like, when they came out with the demon, you notice how they used all the old terminology on everything? Like, they're talking about the widest hood scoop in the business with the direct connection hood scoop. I love how they put these names with it. Even though if it really don't make a whole lot of sense, they're still using this 70s it jargon. Matter. It works. Yeah, exactly. You hear that? It's got a direct connection scoop. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't put arrow on it, pointing to where it scoops at. Oh, yeah. No, I, truly, so am I. Yeah, that's actually a shocker. <laughs> but I mean, and then coming back out, of course, with the shaker hoods. And I mean, and that's. Which is cool. I mean, very, very but cool. It would be cooler if it was a standalone option and didn't have like shaker stickers all over it. No, it's the shaker model because well, yeah, we're going to exploit it. Shaker wasn't, wasn't a model. I again, know. though. It again, was an option. Again, this is the marketing team I know, I know. working and at it works. gloriously. We're working. talking about a marketing team that was born in 1985. Yeah. Uh, and apparently don't know very much about a challenger. Other right, than right. these few catchphrases and terms. You, you can't argue with the results. Uh, the, the, yeah, the results are phenomenal. Go down the road and not see a Challenger. Do that. Oh, you can't do I it. I can't walk outside and look around without guaranteeing I see a Challenger. Oh, absolutely. I mean, ch- there's more Challengers than reflectors in the road. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty and, accurate. And in Greenville, that's really not saying a lot. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, that's insane. I mean, these things are... I mean, they, they have knocked a home run. And I, and I know it sounds like i got a lot of hate for them. I really don't because these guys have killed it marketing-wise. Oh, absolutely. By far. I think the challenges, I don't know the exact numbers, but I'd be willing to say they give the Mustang at least a run for the money in sales. I think a lot of months, I think they beat them. I'm pretty sure they do, too. i tell you something else we can't beat. These commercial breaks. Man. I'm telling you, man, they come up on us every time. All right, let's talk about the Charger when we come back. That'll work, guys. Stay tuned. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WOR. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rods! What's happening, dude? Son, put your cans on. We got a show to do. Yeah, let's do it. Richard Hoskins! What's happening, 88 Kentucky? It's a good place. It is a nice town. Especially especially if you like Deltas. I used yeah, to date a girl to live there one time. In 88? Yeah. Now you bring an 88 back, huh? That's right. <laughs> That's right. Heard that. It's a good year. But anyway, so we're talking about all the cool cars and where they are now. Yes. And we got talking about the Challengers and the E-Bodies and the Hemi and all that. But how about how about his big brother, the Charger? The Char- see, and the Charger didn't have such a good transition as the Challenger did. No. Now, I will make a defense call on that one. Uh, the 69 Dodge Charger is one of my favorite cars, bar none. Because um, you like Dukes of Hazzard. I love it. That's why everybody likes a 69 Dodge Charger. It's still a beautiful car. And, and I like, I even like the uh, Superbirds, you know, the big wing cars and all that. Daytona's? Yeah. The well, the well, Superbirds those were, and those, Daytona's. Well, yeah. Those were wing cars. Yeah. Um, but no, I even love those. But when they came back out with a new Charger, I think they absolutely destroyed what the Charger is. However,. They have done one hell of a job with making it into probably the most beautiful full-size sedan on the market. It's a good-size sedan. I'll give them that. Yeah. I like the 300 better, personally. Uh, as far as like the, the new generation, when the, uh, when the 300 came out and the Charger came out, because they're the same platform car, the 300 was a better-looking car at first, in my opinion. Now, fast forward, we're sitting on 2018. 
I think the Charger is just by far one of the best looking cars on the market. I think a lot of people, even that have new Chargers or Challengers, are way too wrapped up on the Chargers not supposed to be a four-door or whatever. When, and the reality is they've made about ten times more four-door Chargers now than they ever did two-door ones. Well, and, and it's a very good point. I mean, they're just, they use the name. I mean, there's nothing other than, I guess, the, the side indentions in the doors are the only real giveaway yeah. that of the classic Charger. They made a cool big sedan. I mean, if people want to get that hung up on the name, there's no argument for I, it. I would, I would say at first, when they first came out with a new Charger, I was a little hung up on the name because... You know, you think, hey, a Dodge Charger. Well, you know, generally. several people make two door cars out of them. Oh yeah, it's happened many yeah. times. The but, friend, was the guy? Remember when we were flying back from SEMA? Yeah. Remember he was showing us pictures like he built a two door <clears throat> late model Charger. Probably the white one. Actually, it was orange. It was uh, Duke's yeah. Hazard orange. Um. Yeah, that's stupid. Which is I like to think was GM Hugger orange. It was. Um. That uh, that to me is stupid. Uh. You know, I, I hear a lot of people saying like, oh, they need to make a two door Charger. They do. It's called the Challenger. Same platform. Why would they make a two-door charger to compete with themselves? Well, pretty much. And it would sell. No, but it would kill. Cha- it it mean, would. It would kill Challenger sales, though. It would be competing with its own. It'd yeah. be like if they made two From Corvettes. From a business perspective, that would be stupid. No, I agree with you. I agree wholeheartedly. But like I said, I think the Charger has totally redeemed itself. I, I do. I think it's one of the best. Why looking. do you? Go, why, okay, I got one for you. Not to get too far off the Chargers. Are you good? Why, why don't you think they didn't make a convertible Challenger from the factory? <laughs> Um, it would be too expensive, I'm pretty sure. I mean, they talked about it a lot, but... Uh, you know, they did a conversion. A few right, have been converted. Right. And yeah. they were good-looking cars. With the top down. With the top down. But that's that's 90% of convertibles in general. I agree with yeah. you. There's but, very few convertibles that can pull off the top up. Real quick, what's the prettiest car, prettiest convertible with a top up ever made? Uh, and I ain't talking about a hard top. I'm talking about a real convertible. And, you know, in my opinion, one of the top... I don't know. It's it's actually a newer car, probably like a new edge SN95 Mustang. I like those. This, yeah, I think an SN95 Mustang looks better with the top up than it does down. Yeah. I had one, and I, I I rode around with my top up all the time because I thought it looked better with the top. That's up. insane that me and you both picked up the same car. That's crazy. Yeah, that's it's like we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Um, what I was number going, am I thinking right now? Thirteen. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Um. You know, in all honesty, that and I would say probably the shoebox Chevys are really good looking with the top up. Yeah, fifty sevens look good too. They, yeah. they, but but most cars just it kills them with the top up. It does. I tell you, with the new Thunderbird, the newer Thunderbird, the new, they look good with the top up still. Yeah, yeah, they were bad. But but as a rule, a Jeep. Know, I guess, <laughs> Jeep. No, so I'm the other way around. I think a Jeep looks dumb with the top on it. Yeah, I, um, you know. No, I'm not going to say that. All right, I got one for you that I noticed this weekend. Can you not own a Jeep without hanging your foot out the side of it? That's the only way to own one. You can't drive a Jeep unless your left foot is sticking out the side. I've seen Jeep uh, like where they have foot pegs outside on the fender that you can set your feet out on. I've never understood that. Seems like when I briefly had a uh, CJ7 that... I drove with my foot hanging out. Perfectly. Well, you get natural breeze going. That's what you get. I guess so. I just I just noticed that that you just can't drive it without. I can't ride in one without my right foot hanging out. I, you know, I just I don't know. There's something odd about a vehicle where you can stick extremities out of your body outside of the car legally, and you just no, feel, no, no. I'm pretty sure it's not legal anywhere. Well, on the Jeep, yeah, the Jeep might be right, but they're just. Um, He's in a Jeep, so it's okay. <laughs> 
Um, it's I, a Jeep thing. I, I don't know. I just I feel like there's an urge to stick parts of your body outside of the windows that's very unsafe in general. I think you're inclined to do it because you can. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like, hey, now, don't push that button. And you're like, ah. It's kind of like, like, like leaning back in your chair in high school or in school. And your yeah, teacher's you know, like, don't do it. You know you're don't destined for it. failing. And you're still going to do it yeah. every time. Yeah. So back to the Chargers. Now, we've got... I mean, we got a good-looking sedan. We got a great-selling front-engine rear-wheel drive sedan, which that makes me happy. Which is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that in and of itself is a miracle. Well, they don't even make a Cadillac anymore that's rear-wheel drive like that, which drives me nuts. They still make a rear-wheel drive Cadillac. Where yeah. CTSV? Well, C- well, well, yeah, yours, but like a full-size sedan. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Well, the V. Well, CT6 it's... would be the closest. That's yeah. like the premium Cadillac now. Yeah, so, but I mean, like, you know, that's the thing. I mean, well, they stopped that in the 90s. Oh, yeah. The all Cadillacs were front wheel drive until the C- uh, Katerra. Yeah. The Katerra brought, well, I guess at that time they were still Brooms. Well, no. They had, what's 93? They had, they had, 98 was the tail end, 97 of the okay. Katerras, right. which was a glorified Opal. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the uh, great cars, if you get parts for them, um, if you ever broke, you're stuck. But anyway, a new car. but the uh, the the Chargers were are a great car though. But I think it, the the generational thing there, everybody expects it to be like, you know, well, Dom from Fast and Furious or Dukes of Hazard. You know, I, I, it's a four door car. I don't know. I think they waited long enough on the Charger name to where, yeah, there's some older people who are probably kind of butt hurt about the whole situation about it being a four door car. Blah blah blah. But I think there's enough of, you know, the younger generation says, hey, I can finally get me a Charger. Well, that. And, I and mean, they don't care that it's not a two-door. I like the classic emblems they run on them and things like that. Yeah, and I mean, they, they do have some nice touches to them. And, and I'll be honest with you, whoever, you know, I mean, you go to car shows nowadays, hell, 40% of the field is Mopar. new Dodges, yeah, period. Yeah. And, I mean, that's great. I mean, because there's some gorgeous ones out there. Oh, Absolutely. But these guys are customizing these cars. I mean, they're, they're, they're babies. And we're not just talking about just a Viper or, or you know, some special edition SRT Hemi Hellcat something. We're talking about... I think that's actually a real car. Actually, actually think it is. But you know what I mean. You know, it, I mean, they're bringing out their V6 Challengers and showing them. They're bringing out everything. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's a car with a huge aftermarket because it is so popular. <laughs> Extremely popular. I really think it's probably the one car that actually gives the Mustang a run for its money in the showing. Yeah, that's the way it seems lately. But, you know, then again, you know, I, I keep getting a flashback to this. You know, 20, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, are you going to want to restore a 2015 Georgia? No. 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 Are you even going to want a 2015 Georgia? Some people will for nostalgia reasons. But. That's the only reason? Or there'll be that guy that has kids now or telling his grandkids, I used to have a charger when your daddy was a boy. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a cool car. Little did you know it had a had a three point seven V six in it. But you know what? Or three point five V six. Three point six. Three point five. Three point six is the current one. Yeah. Yeah. It's the current one. There the was old one was yeah. The uh, yeah, it was a three point six V six. I, I can't keep up on all because I didn't push for the Hemi, but you know, I, I was just a man trying to get me down. <laughs> It's like saying <clears throat> it's like saying I owned a two point eight liter, you know, third gen Camaro. 
Well, you're kind of touching on something right now. That, you know, these people that are saying uh, a charger should be two doors. But remember, gentlemen, they were man, ladies. They weren't all 440s. They weren't all Hemi's. They made six cylinders. They made yeah, three eighteens. Well, um, and that's the thing. Everybody focuses on these iconic versions of these cars. They made plain ones too. Well, yeah, yeah everybody focuses on will a Charger either have 440 or 426 Hemi as you know, or 383 was, or something. That was like just that. the option. Yeah. I'm like, no, nope. it's not true. Yeah. No, not, have, not everybody wanted a race car. They would have a little horrible slant six in them. Oof. I tell you what, slant sixes could be fun though in the right hands. You can uh, actually make some power with those things. Oh yeah, and uh, my brother actually had a van with one in it. Oh my goodness. God. I tell you what else we got coming up here is these commercials. Yes, sir. Every and time. We're, and we're talking about all the cool cars and where they are today, right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 1063 W O R D. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod. What's happening, dude? Richard Hoskins. What's happening, Cut and Shoot, Texas? <laughs> cut and Shoot. Oh, Cut and Shoot. Hey, y'all been down there, old Cut and Shoot, Texas, yet? That's another one. If you're from Cut and Shoot, Texas, send us a message on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I've got a t-shirt with your name on it just to fill out the address. <laughs> I want to know it. I, I, like this, I would I like, like to know. Idea. I would like to know a man from Cut and Shoot, Texas. That's what I'm screaming. I don't, like, don't want to mess with him. I'm no. telling you. He'll probably cut and shoot you. That's where all the killers are right there. You don't mess with Cut and Shoot, Texas. So, speaking of Texas. Everything's bigger there. Everything's bigger there. And I tell you what. This, I really ain't got a good tie-in for it, but saddle up, boys. We're talking about Mustangs now. <laughs> we're switching gears. I, I just didn't have a bring-in with Texas. Carol Shelby. Carol Shelby's from Texas, and he's a cattle farmer. And there are cows in Texas. That's it. You know, um, Frank Feller, we've had him on the show. He's from Texas, and he likes Fords. And he does like Fords. He so, had, but he had a Chevelle. Yeah, that was he, his favorite car. And he, But when we talked to him, he was in a Shelby Pickup truck. So he wasn't, he wasn't a Shelby F one fifty. Never did that was a thing. Uh, my buddy at R three that owns R three. He's big on those. So they, I mean, they must sell. Yeah, that's a thing. I've seen it. But so we're talking about the Mustangs. Of course, the Mustang came out sixty four and a half. New York's World Fair, World's Fair. It was April seventeenth, nineteen sixty four. There you go. Then, Except if I'm not mistaken. Then is that right? Did you do a book report on these things or something, Richard? I mean, you're like. You understand that growing up, I really, really loved Mustangs. I can tell. <clears throat> I, can I knew tell. I knew there was something off about him. I've been trying to put my finger on it. There's there it is. Like he co- like he come riding up in a Cadillac. Yeah, but he's like Professor Pony Car. That could be your new name today. Nah, I don't know. No, nah, yeah, well, we ain't gonna do that. So anyway, so Mustang came out '64, of course, April, and I mean the car was an instant success. You know, basically based off the Falcon platform. I mean, there was actually several things in a 64, 65 Mustang that were identical. There were the same parts as a Falcon. Yep. But a totally different car and outsold everything around it and, cre- and created a new market. Yeah, it did. Totally. A new a new genre of car, the pony car. Yeah, and uh, Clemens probably took it the hardest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got some Barracuda. <laughs> we, we got the Barracuda. It came out two weeks earlier. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that 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 uh, they should have called it the Titanic because that thing sank. Yeah, it, that was, was one of the, that's got to be like the most epic slap in the face in automotive history. <laughs> it's like here we are with a Barracuda crickets. <laughs> 
Boy, wouldn't you hate to have been a salesman at the Dodge place or at the, at the Chrysler store then? Well, I, I would describe that situation the same way that my grandfather described 60 years of marriage. But the first two weeks were great. Yeah, it was super for a little bit. The uh, Yeah, but the Mustangs, I mean, they went through some good years. And, I mean, of course, you know, 60s, they went strong. I actually learned something very interesting. Do you know that Carol Shelby, after 66, I think is when it was, he actually started subbing out. He wasn't even working on building any of the Shelby cars. They they actually sent them to back to Michigan. Carcraft wasn't doing it out in California anymore. It was back somewhere in Michigan. Somebody was doing all the mods to the cars. Yeah, after the '65 and '66, his heart wasn't really in it anymore. Well, he wanted to go racing. He didn't yeah. care anything about it. Yeah, he didn't want. He wanted know, a royalty check. A deluxe leather interior in his cars. Well, like, those cars changed. Yeah, and yeah, their yeah. values have changed dramatically right. too. And the market years. changed. Uh, you know, I mean, it's easy to say that you want a street legal race car until you end up with a street legal, legal race car. car. <laughs> I'm with you. Didn't, I mean, didn't wasn't as popular as they had hoped. No, <laughs> no. I mean, the Shelby cars are cool, but I, I think I'd rather have a Mustang and build it the way I wanted it than a Shelby Mustang. Which you could do with the Mustang. That's what was so incredible about them when they came out is you could build it anyway. Exactly. Coupe, fastback, convertible, whatever you want. You know. Carroll Shelby hated them. Really? Yeah, he called them secretary cars. That's bad. Yeah, he said, even I can't make a sports car out of it, but I'll try. Um, turned out really well for him. That, yeah, that's uh, really bad. I wonder if he said that when he got those checks. I doubt yeah, it. I think that I think that hatred kind of went away. Yeah, yeah. Like, like when the, the, I wonder if they were like those big checks. Yeah. Know? But but the <laughs> thing that's crazy about the Mustangs is, you know, of course, they went through some bad years, too, now. Yeah, well, the, the not, 70- not if you asked Richard. Yeah, well, well I'm going to tell you something. The 78 King Cobras are kind of kitschy cool. I think they're There's mean. no good 74 Mustang ever been There's made. There's no seven, good 74 anything, though, except for, like, a Super Duty. But yeah, I mean, they just weren't good then. It, it See, there was nothing good in 74 made. <laughs> you know, really that's, uh, that's, that's I, I'm thinking really hard right I'm now. Tr- I'm tr- you, know, you know what? One car I would take out of 74 is an Impala. Well, I mean, there's cars that I would take, but they Ugh, getting... that's an ugly car. Yeah, I'd build me a donk. But... That's the only thing you could do. Yeah, with I mean, really, or a good demolition derby car. They make yeah. a great demolition derby car. Actually, super demolition derby car. They actually are fine Don't for the derbies. That's '74 is the vintage year for demolition <laughs> derby cars. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's just no good looking '74 Mustang. I, I like the hatchback Mustang tees. I'd like to build a street rod out of one. But, uh, yeah, I'm not saying they're good. I just think <laughs> it's a good platform. <laughs> it was like a Pinto with styling. They, they were a glorified Pinto, basically. I mean, well, they, they were a Pinto. I mean, really more ways than one. Yeah, Did they come with a flint here. bumper option? No, no, uh, those didn't. Those didn't have the yeah, flint bumper on. I think on. by that time, Ford had decided that that wasn't a great idea, and uh, they, they weren't doing that anymore. Yeah, that's bad. The flint bumper. <laughs> it didn't take off like you thought it would. Yeah, they really misjudged that one. It was kind of a bomb. That was terrible. That oh. was a cheap shot, but it, it was good, though. So let's, let's switch gears, please, from 74 to 78 Mustang. Well, they got a little bit better. And then we got into the Fox body. Well, it actually got really good. It's yeah, well, none of the first Fox bodies. They were still a little... So you don't like the 4i Foxes? I love the 4i Fox. I love the styling of them. Performance-wise, there was a Love little... The they platform. were lackluster. Yeah. The platform was epic. 
the drive trains, they took a little bit. They needed some love. Yeah. You wow. know, of course, we had the 2-3-4 cylinder, which made the turbo four cars. And then we had the 2-8-V-6, and then we had the 302s. The uh, 2-8-V-6 is actually a great engine. And you the 2-1-8-V-6 was a phenomenal engine. It was a reliable car. It was yeah. extremely reliable. And it was probably, to be fair, it was probably faster than the 5.0s at the time. In yeah, it, it really was. But then in 1980, you know, there wasn't. And got, and, got, and got a little probably better fuel mileage. A 91 yeah. LX Fox is what I took uh, my driver's training course in. I like to get my license. Did you scare the instructor? I did not. Okay. Yeah. But, it was easy to parallel park. I promise you that. You know, I didn't even have to parallel park when I got my license. Really? I didn't. One time, um, I lost my license in my early 20s, and I had to take the test to get back. I ended up not having to parallel park because I did a huge burnout in uh, my old silver Shelby Daytona. Um, a car. It was in Simpsonville, like Fountain Inn where the bridge goes over 385 and there was a car coming doing like 90 miles an hour when i started pulling out but it's blind so i floored it barely missed getting rear-ended she said uh you pass just take us back like, take us back and love it <laughs> so, yeah. i lived <laughs> yeah exactly uh, we're not dead right now. i'll give you a great. solid you got this <laughs> that, was, that was cool that happened that's crazy <laughs> that but, but you, you had the, and that really happened but i mean you, you got the lx six, and of course through the years the lx has got extremely good i yeah. mean you start rolling in and i tell you one of my favorite of the four eyes i love like an 85 or 86 because i'm i like an efi car 86 gt those are good looking cars yeah, they are. those are really good looking i cars. like them i'm a big fan of them and then, you know, Mustang, we went through the SN95, the New Edge stage. And then you get to 2005, and Mustang stepped it up. They did step it up. And they, they started this. Yeah, well, they well they, yeah, they did, I mean, as far as the whole nostalgia boom with these things. Yeah, they started this. But, uh, I mean, it's a great car, and it's a popular car. And I'll be honest with you, they can make Mustangs out of paper mache, and they'd still be one of the most popular cars around. People oh, oh yeah. And this car, I think, in terms of what a Mustang is, it's gotten better and better. Oh, yeah. And they're, as, they make a great-looking car. But I, I love that 05 body change. Oh, the 05 is the best. I think it's kind of stepping away from what a Mustang truly is. But it's a great-looking car. Well, I'll tell you what else we got to do is we got to step away from this mic for a little bit and play a few commercials. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking about all the cool cars and where they are now right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 W. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 